some some kids that they they want to be a, a a motherfucking doctor or or lawyer or or president. Me, I just wanted to be bad. With cinema, welcome back to War with Cinema. I'm your host, Greg, your local metalhead, and with me is part of the collector. What's up, everybody? And today we're watching. Uh, what are we watching? Spring Breakers. Spring Breakers. Oh yeah. Franco's finest. <laughs> Not really, but <laughs> it is entertaining. I, it is one of his finest, though. Yeah, I guess if you're looking at overall m- movies, and I mean, to be honest, like when you watch the trailer for that movie, like you think he's like the the main character, but he's really not. Like it's it's about those girls, pretty much. Yeah. Fuck, he plays the shit out of that role. That was probably one of the first movies I saw him in, and I was just like, okay, this guy's got some range. Because you see how he acts in that movie, you'd think to yourself, motherfucker Franco could never do that. He couldn't pull that <laughs> off. Like, Yeah, I was sleeping on Dave Franco for a while. Not Dave, James. James Franco, I mean. Dave's I keep calling one. Dave his little brother. I mean, but, that dude's funny as shit, too. Oh, he's great. I love him. He's great neighbors and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. I, I love him in that. But James Franco, like, I slept on him for a while. Like, I'm like, oh, he's funny or whatever, but I didn't realize how great of an actor he really is. Well, you know what's crazy is, like, when I first started watching, well, I mean, I've been watching movies my whole life, but, like, the first couple movies I saw him in, like, he did more, like, serious roles and stuff like that. I think with that little cameo he does in 40-Year-Old Virgin, like, he was funny in that, but it was, like, a dickhead funny. Yeah. And then when he did Pineapple Express, I was like, all right, this guy's got comedy in him. Like mm-hmm. Even Seth Rogen said in an interview, he's like, I really didn't know how it was going to work. <sighs> you know, and then like we did a scene together and I was like, oh, this guy knows what the fuck I'm talking about. Yeah. Like, so, yeah, Franco, respect. Yeah. Uh, so, Spring Breakers uh, came out in 2012. Mm-hmm. Writer, director, Harmony Kareen. Yeah, it was our first movie. His. His? Yeah, I, me and my wife, chick. my wife and I thought it was a female too, but I looked it up. It's actually a male. Mm. So, um, cast: James Franco, Selena Gomez, Vanessa Hudgens, Ashley Benson, and Gucci Mane. Hell yeah! Fucking Gucci Mane. Guwap. Uh, budget: How much do you think it's cost? Probably more than it should have. Uh, five mil. Yeah, right on the money. Yeah, that's about right. Hell million yeah. of it went to Gucci. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, right. right. Uh-huh. That yeah. was my favorite Gucci sidebar. His favorite Gucci bros. Fat. He was on the lean. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? It was before he went into prison and transformed into the fucking human muscle that he is now. Yeah. But uh, that's how I like my gangster rappers. Just overweight, unhealthy, and just fucking a nightmare. Just living the lifestyle. Just living my life that I wish I was living. <laughs> yeah. It grossed uh, 14 mil. That's so crazy. It I made can... its money back at least. Yeah. Dude, there's so many. I was looking up fun facts. There's so many that I just fucking copy pasted all of them okay. into here. So when we get to that, I'll uh, I'll bust them out. You want me to give a little brief synopsis? Nah, I'll give it. So this movie is really simple. These girls want to go to spring break in Florida so bad that they rob a black coffee shop. It's a diner, right? Uh, yeah, like yeah, a uh, a black diner, and use that money to drive down to spring break in florida where they get arrested for doing drugs saint pete yeah and um alien breaks them out of james franco's character yeah he sees, um, him, sees him in court in his little uh 
drug dealing twins mm-hmm. who are actually real dudes. Like that's how they are in real life. Yeah, they're mirror image. They have the same tattoos, just a mirror copy. Mm-hmm. Like it's fucking nuts. They date one girl. Both of them both date the same. Fuck them at the same time. Yeah, like it's crazy. I, I, when I was looking up my fun facts, like mm-hmm. I learned all that shit about them. I was like, fuck. Yeah, they're on Noisy. Noisy did like a, a documentary part on them when they did Atlanta. Yeah, and like I was just like, these fucking guys are just as crazy as they are in the movie. Yep. They so, weren't even acting. <laughs> yeah. So sidebar. Uh, we got a camera to do video, but I think uh, the battery died. Is that what it is? I think that's what I it is. I just noticed it went black too. Yeah, I saw it in the corner of my eye. So sorry, I'm trying to get this video thing under my belt, but got we're, some kinks to work out. We're gonna get it, folks. Yeah. Be patient. I don't know why I can't just fucking plug that thing into the wall, but you can't because fuck me. I mean, you know, <laughs> OSS should. Uh, Rear view is always twenty twenty. Yeah, whatever. right. Hindsight's anyway, always twenty twenty. Hindsight's always twenty twenty. That's right. I'm gonna buy some new batteries. We're gonna get this shit up and running. Sorry for the non video on this one. Side sidebar collector's edition coming soon too, folks. I know y'all are y'all don't really know a lot about it, but it's gonna be a big fucking <laughs> Go thing. Go do it. Don't hype it up yet. It's hyped, bro. It's not ready to be hyped. I am a hype beast about that shit. I can't wait, bro. Yeah, for anybody that doesn't know, we're gonna continue his uh, part of the collector and extend it to what we want to do as a TV show collector's edition where we you, interview people that have like massive collections of stuff. So exactly. Like if some, for some crazy reason that you're tired of seeing my awesome collection, I'm going to take the shit We're going to take the shit on the road and you're <laughs> going to see some other awesome collections. That's the idea. So that's the reason for the camera, but I figured we'd shoot the fucking podcast while we do it too. Right. I mean, you know, like you said, uh, we're still getting off the ground with that. So yeah. we'll figure it out. So back to spring breakers. So alien breaks them or, uh, re- gets them released from jail. He takes them under his wing and they realize spring break isn't as fun as they thought it was going to be. They just wanted to have a good time. Oh, they're little scooters. Um, they get into the real, drugs and gangsters of florida that florida has to offer and they all look like fucking jesus i was just about to say like if you've ever been to saint pete that shit is authentic as hell because i've met 20 aliens in my life those are the kind of people we grew up with really are man like just nightmares that don't know they're white like they just (laughs) they go just as hard as anybody else yeah stealing drugs whatever but so yeah, Selena Gomez's character doesn't like it. She kicks it back to her hometown. Yeah, that was another thing that, like, in the trailer and shit, and, like, they always make it seem like she was a main character. She's only in that movie for, like, 22 minutes. Yeah, I have a lot of problems with this movie, and that's one of them. Yeah. Um, what was it? Vanessa Hudgens' character gets shot? Yeah, one of them. Yeah. I, I don't know if that was her name, but, yeah. They all look the same. They're all just... <laughs> well, the the one, the, the brunette dark hair girl, mm-hmm. she's from Witches of Waverly Place. Yeah. And, uh... And the blonde girl, she's from Pretty Little Liars. Yeah. So I don't know why I know all this shit. My wife watches it. My shit. wife filled me into all that while we were watching it. So I thought I'd recognize the girl that got shot, but I couldn't remember what it was from. Oh, I see. So when she gets shot in a Gucci Mane shootout, mm. not even a Gucci Mane shootout. Yeah, he really just, just sprayed the car. Yeah, he kind of just fucking shot up the car. Merry and then, Christmas, ho. <laughs> That's and great. then I didn't even notice this, but he says burr when he drives burr. up. Burr. <laughs> Gucci man. Shout out to Gucci man. <laughs> and uh, so she gets shot, and she kicks it back to the hometown. So it's just it's just the blonde, it's just James Franco and these two chicks, and they just they love him. They fucking love him, and he loves them. Like they're they're a into lot. the danger, they're into the guns. Mm-hmm. Like 
and they all three of them go to shoot up Gucci Mane's crib or whatever you call it. Yep. And James Franco gets shot right away. Instantly, bro. Instantly. I was surprised. I don't even think he got all the way off the fucking boat. <laughs> yeah, he was all, he stuck two steps on the dock, boom, right in the head. I think one of the funniest things that like nobody talks about is like these chicks are fucking basic ass college girls. Yeah. And they're all of a sudden train killers. <laughs> they're picking off guards in ski mask and in bikinis like it's the whole movie's a fucking mess but the reason i loved it and the reason why i picked it for you is just because like it gave me a lot like i said it gave me a lot of respect for franco mm-hmm. and the way he can like completely transform into that character oh yeah this is one of his best roles hands down and that's insane man because like you said he's not the main character mm-hmm. and I don't know. He, like won, I said, he he won like I think it was eleven awards for supporting actor for this movie. Really? Yeah, he won a lot of them. Like Razzies for, or like no, that was real real awards. MTV awards. Yeah, they, I mean they were. I mean the man plays Britney Spears on the piano, like while bloodied and holding a gun. Like oh, that, oh, was, that was the that second was after, part. Yeah, yeah right. After. I forgot he did the first one. Something about the four little chick. Or some yeah, shit yeah, like yeah. That. yeah, he's losing his shit by that point. <laughs> but he's got this speech that's just riveting. Like it's it's so ignorant, it's so stupid, but like like I said, I've met people in my life that that, that would be their Bible. <laughs> right. You know what I mean? Yeah, exactly. And you could tell, like, I, I don't just want to know how fucked up he was when he filmed that part because he looks fucked up. Yeah. Like, he, he looks does. like he's been up for two days and he's just whacked out of his mind and he's just like, some some kids they they, they want to be a, a, a motherfucking doctor or, or a lawyer or, or a president. Me? I just wanted to be bad. Like and you believe that shit. Yeah, you, you know? do. Like that, like like we were talking before, like we just know people, we grew up with people like that. Yeah, like anywhere you're from, like, and you don't necessarily have to be the South, but even though this is more of, you know, what it's pertaining to. But, <laughs> yeah, I'm sure people in New York or Cali or whatever, this they knew those people that were just like, this dude's fucking wild. Yeah. And he's ready for anything. So speaking on the rest of the movie outside of James Franco, is I fucking hate this movie. Like, I hate the pacing of this movie. It makes no fucking sense, It dude. feels five hours long. And like, it's only, like, barely an hour and a half. Yeah, it's right at 90 minutes, I mm-hmm. think. And I was bored to tears. There's too many montages. There's too mm-hmm. many long shots. They say the same fucking shit, like, 30 times yep. in a row. Like, I'm like, what are y'all trying to accomplish with this? In the same breath, I fucking love this movie. Yeah. It makes no sense. I'm the same way, man. (laughs) Like, that's why I gave it to you. I was like, yeah, he wants to talk about mind fucks. Here's a mind fuck for you. I mean, it makes sense. Like, it's actually a pretty deep movie if you dive into it. It's, uh, I didn't really understand it, but the more I like, more it marinated with me after I watched it. Like, I sat and sat, this movie sat with me for like two or three days after of just me thinking about it and Mm -hmm. everything. Like, it's a really deep, it's actually a pretty deep movie. So this movie starts out with spring break and... The reason I love this movie is because the director is really, really good. Mm. The uh, the editing is really, really good. The, the sound design is really, really good. And that's what fucked me up. I'm like, there are mm. so many good elements in this movie. For that to be his first go out, wasn't it? Was it his first time? I don't think so. No? No, he's done a few movies okay. before that. Like, he had uh, some titles under his belt. Did he? Okay. Yeah, so this isn't his, like, first movie or anything. Um. But I was so mind fucked because I hated the movie. I hated watching this movie. 
because like the I said, the first time you watch it, it's like taking a rough shit. Like you're just like, oh, I can't make it. And then you do it. You're just like, all right, that wasn't too bad. Yeah, there is, it's like an uphill battle. But once you get to that top part, it's all downhill. I mentioned it to you before we started recording. Like literally, I fast forward through the first fucking twenty minutes. Yeah, that is watch the hardest. All of Franco, and then I turn the bitch off because um, I don't care about anything else. Yeah, around the time this came out, I think it was like a year later. My wife moved in with one of her friends. Mm. Her boyfriend was over, and I was over, and we all decided to have like a movie night, double, double, double date, date movie night. Mm. And this was the movie we picked, dude. Yeah. Like maybe twenty minutes in, we all looked at each other like, "Yeah, fuck this, fuck this," <laughs> and we turned it off. And I never revisited it. And um, me and Ashley almost didn't make it. Me and my wife, you know, like we, when we first watched it, we saw it. Uh, I got it from the bootleg man. <laughs> And uh, he's like, yeah, man, it's that Franco movie, man. It's it's not out on DVD yet. I was like, okay, I'll give it a watch yeah. for a buck. Why not, you know? So you tough through it? No, I think we I think we did the same shit. Oh, really? or, now, you know what? We might have because we were younger and we, we were under the influence. So we probably made it through. Oh, we were see. probably laughing like, this is fucking terrible. <laughs> <laughs> Even the second go around, my wife checked out. She's like, I can't do it. Like, I've, I've he, given uh, it a good try. He started singing on stage and she's like, nope. Hey, get with the adult boy. She packed her shit. She's like, I'm going to go in my room. I'm going to read. Enjoy your movie. I'm you should out. at least put the speech on for her, man. That's what the whole movie's about is that speech. It is. That's a really great speech he does. Like, he's one of the reasons I love this movie so much. But and like the I, part where he's at the, at the, at the park mm-hmm. talking to him, too. Oh, right. In the bench. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. That's good shit, too. It is. He has a lot of really, really good scenes. But like I said... Okay, so the movie opens up with Spring Breakers and uh, like actual partiers yeah, and stuff yeah, like yeah. that. And they're doing like super close up, slow motion. A lot of tits. Lot and slow lot. motion tits. I, I've, no, I've been to a lot of parties and I've never even seen that many tits. Yeah, man. I had no idea Spring Break was that fucking lit. Right. Like, I feel like I missed out on some shit. I know, right? But that's what the director is trying to do is he's trying to invoke that emotion because mm. we've all, I mean, We've all been to parties, right. and we all get the high. Mm-hmm. It's like a party high where we're having a great time. This is the Don't... greatest it's ever going to get. Exactly. Yeah. This is your life at its peak. Like, this can't get any better, and it's like it's almost like a drug. Like a euphoria. Yeah, yeah exactly. You, you hit that. And that's what the director is trying to do. He's trying to invoke that emotion in you. Right. But at the same time... The... Trying to show you the harsh reality of it, too. Well, 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 I'm not there yet. I'm still, ta- I'm still talking about just the Spring Breakers right. part, the the little party montage. Mm-hmm. The The people are flicking off the camera. Mm. Like, it didn't mean anything to me until I let it resonate. But he, the director is saying, fuck you. Mm. Like, fuck you, not to the audience, but, like, fuck this lifestyle. Mm. This is, like... I feel it's like uh, what, like teenage angst, rebel, you know what I mean? Like kids, we're wild and we fuck you like we're wild and free. And well, that that's shit. what I was thinking. Like that's all it is, is just people being rebels or whatever. But no, the director is making them do it because he's saying fuck this lifestyle. Right. He's like, because we know people that get into party. They're all about the good times. and that's Exactly. It. Yeah. They're 40, 50 years old trying to catch that high. It's yeah, like you have a mortgage right and kids and you're trying to go party. Yeah. But that's the thing. It's like a drug and they're addicted to it. And that's what the direct I I feel that's what the director's trying to say like fuck this lifestyle. Like it's not a life to live. Like it's fun and all, mm. but it's not 
you know. I never really thought about it, like, but yeah, that makes sense. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, it's like sense. I feel like this movie is a lot deeper than you realize. Yeah. Um. So yeah, and then like you said, he shows the harsh reality. Like if you want to be a partier like that and party that hard that much, life is gonna fuck you up. Like whether you're a 40 year old trying to catch that high and all you've done with your life is party and drink mm-hmm. and you know shit's gonna go bad but he like fast tracks it yeah. and shoves these girls into a uh a life they didn't y'all, y'all want to get out of the y'all want to get out of the shallow end mm-hmm. y'all want to see how to swim yeah exactly he dropped him off right in the fucking deep end yeah this is the other side of the party and then the fact that the chicks like for the most part well i mean after gomez dips because mm-hmm. she's like the christian one and she knows they're not doing right oh my god sorry before we get before i get into that point that fucking scene where he takes her into the back room of that uh, pool hall. Oh, right. And she's crying and he's like taking her tears and like rubbing her lips. And you just feel the fucking predatory nature of him in that oh, movie. Yes. Like, I'm going to take your girlfriends and they're not going to go with you because they like this shit. And I'm going to ruin their fucking lives and they're going to love me for it. Like, that's one thing I actually really liked that this movie did. It's really a uh, creative choice on his part is what would, what do you think was going to happen in that scene you thought she's going to get raped right something there was a few scenes like that whenever the girl was getting drunk in the uh hotel and oh, yeah, and the and guy's the like i'm going to get that pussy she's no, like you not. can't have this pussy yeah. you think he's about to rape her yeah, you but think he some doesn't shit's to go left yeah in any other movie that's probably what would have happened is that girl would have gotten raped but this director didn't take it that way, and I don't. I I noticed it, and I appreciate it. Like, I don't know, giving the power back to the women, I guess. Oh, there were some bad chicks. Yeah, yeah, like they were about that money, mm-hmm. about that business, and that too. That's another thing that the I feel that the director's trying to say because, like you were talking about the montage, he's like he goes on this. <laughs> so his character is based off Riff Raff. That's what supposedly. That's what Riff Raff says, but I don't fucking believe anything Riff Raff says. I mean, I, it's fucking Riff Raff. I mean, it is, but like, I feel like Franco brought that character out before everybody was on the Riff Raff train. Like, yeah, people only knew Riff Raff at that point from G's to Gents. Yeah, but the thing about it is, is like I believe Franco's Riff Raff more than I believe fucking Riff Raff's Riff Raff. Yeah, yeah. You know, now he's kind of like. You know, got to the point in his career, or Riff Raff has, where he's gotten to the point where he's just like, yeah, man, I'm just fucking being a character. Like, he's shaved the braids. Mm-hmm. He's all swole and shit now. He's all into nutrition and all that fucking shit. But, like... But the reason I brought it up is because apparently Riff Raff did the same thing that James Franco does in this character. He's like, look at all my shit. Oh, yeah. And Riff Raff just starts naming all the random shit that he has. He does that in literally every interview you'll ever watch. Oh, does he? Yeah. I don't know a whole lot about the guy, so. Oh, dude, you want a good fucking laugh? Go on fucking YouTube and look up Riff Raff's uh, Vines that he used to do when Vine was real big before it got shut down. Uh, He would walk through his house and he'd say, you can't drink, you can't drink lead. Eddie Codeine Castle if you if, if you ain't got a Codeine Castle and like his whole house is painted like fucking syrup like like lean colored purple mm-hmm. he's like you know what I'm saying you can't you can't do Codeine if you don't leave a Codeine Castle like the bitch is always fucked up like he's just living his best life I feel like I missed out on something because I didn't know who Riff Raff was until he was on Theo Vaughn's podcast yeah I mean he's fucking hilarious cause like 
And I was watching the uh, Theo Vaughn and him talk, and I was just like, who is this character? He's amazing. Like, it's the greatest He's thing I've ever seen. He's real deal, a real-life fucking cartoon. Yeah. Like, it looked like you would have the greatest and worst fucking time hanging out with that yeah. guy. And just like Franco in this fucking movie. Eh, fuck it. Maybe he did rip him off. I don't know. <laughs> but, but anyway, he does the uh, the whole scene. The whole reason I brought this up is he does mm-hmm. the scene like, look at my shit. Look at my shit. That's another thing that the look director. Look at my shit. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. That shit. He, uh. He's talking about our materialistic mm-hmm. culture also. And yeah, how that dude didn't give a fuck if he lived till tomorrow as long as he had his shit. Exactly, and that's how a lot of people are. I see so many people that spend their money on just dumb shit. Like, I understand having a hobby is one thing, mm-hmm. but if you're spending your whole paycheck to look good for people that you don't like... Like, he's even going through his drawers. Look, my, look, look! I got every polo-colored shorts. Mm-hmm. I got Calvin Klein. I got, you know, he's even going through his cologne. Like, these chicks don't give a shit about that. Exactly, but that's how a lot of people feel. Right. They, like, when somebody comes into their house, they're like, look at my shit. Look, look how fucking shit. impressive, how massive my cock is. Like, exactly. Yeah. And I think that's the director pointing a finger at this culture. And it's like, stop being that fucking idiot. Stop wasting your money on dumb shit. That's true. I just yeah, like that's all the, deep those that are all the underlying things that I love about this movie, but I can't watch this movie. <laughs> yeah. Like I said, man, I only watch about 25 minutes of it. Myself. Yeah. I'll probably go back and watch James Franco's parts again, but that first 20 minutes, I'm going to have to like you fast forward through it. Yeah. I was going to say that or just fucking go to YouTube, bro. Take yeah. Care YouTube. Of Cause dude, like, I mean, just the way he talks, man, mm-hmm. I had all my brothers and sisters are dead. I'm the last one left. They was all bad, but I'm the baddest. Like, so proud of that shit, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, like, it's just really insane to me, man. Because, like, at the time, before this movie, like, he had done some different stuff. He had done serious. He had done comedy. But this was, like, a whole nother thing for me. Like, Oh, I, you haven't seen Disaster Artist yet, have you? No, no, no. It's on the list for me. That is another character that he plays. And when that... I watched the trailer for that, I was like, well, that dude. And then I watched the real Tommy Withell, like, do an interview. Mm-hmm. I was like, this motherfucker, spot on with that shit. He nails the fuck. It's scary how much he nails it. Mm-hmm. And just the way they sound. Look. You really, it's probably not on your list because it's a whatever movie, but if you ever get a chance, just watch that movie. Not that it's a whatever movie, but it's not a movie. I mean, you can watch it and we can talk about it. Are you talking it. about The Room or are you talking about The Disaster Artist? The Disaster Artist. No, I, don't I watch The Room. I thought you put it on it on me. Yeah, we can watch it. It's not a static list. It can be changed. <laughs> I got you. No, the shit's in concrete, bro. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, really? It's I got, a, I got a few more Troll 2s on here. Uh, you, you sure you don't want me to take them out? <laughs> uh, can you just fucking shoot me? <laughs> I'm fucking with you. No, nah, that was the worst of the worst. You're you not thought that was bad. That. Wait till we watch Troll 3. Like, oh my God. <laughs> no. Shut it fucking down. <laughs> the equipment just catches on fire. Uh, yeah, I mean, I'm surprised my DVD player didn't. <laughs> Watch that shit. Don't get me started on that fucking movie again. Uh, it's so funny to me. It, it brings me joy. I'm glad somebody does because it was a fucking agonizing pain for me. <laughs> but that's why we do this, y'all. Yeah, it, it really is. This is uh, these are my favorite ones. Is when we really go at it about a movie. Yeah. But this one, like, you don't love this movie though. I didn't, and like I said, the only reason I gave it to you is because if you want to see Franco do something that shows he's got some fucking depth, I said this is the one to watch. Yeah, this is a hundred percent. Because like I said, this is the furthest from any fucking thing he's ever done. Yeah. To me, I mean, I've watched every Franco movie. Yeah. 
like like I said, watch the disaster artist. You'll see him again in like his like acting chops. Goes into the acting bag, pulls out oh, the chops. That yeah. dude is fucking amazing. Um, and then the ending, the girls shoot up Gucci Mane's house, and then shoots up Gucci or shoots shoot my Gucci dog Mane. in the jacuzzi tub, yeah, bro. While he's trying to get his threesome on, like fuck. Dude, have you? Did you, I mean you probably didn't notice it because it was only the first time you'd ever watched it through. If you look, he's fucking sleeping. Like, <laughs> shit's fucking him. Like it's hilarious. Really, you can hear him snore, <laughs> and like he he'll like come to for a second. He's like, yeah, girl, you dancing on that dick. You, you doing things on that dick. Like shit, just stupid leaned out shit he's saying. Yeah. Oh, and I love the part where it shows his big ass fucking mansion and his baby sitting in a diaper on his lap, and he's like, my baby's starving. My baby ain't eating. He's got like three pounds of weed, not in any kind of bag or any, just sitting on the fucking coffee table. He's like, my baby ain't eating. My baby's starving. My baby need that. Like, <laughs> fucking Gucci, man. Like, I love that Gucci. That version of Gucci will always be my favorite. So, if I'm being completely transparent, like I mentioned constantly, is I'm into metal. Yeah. And I don't know a whole lot about Gucci Mane. Just know that he was like the most gangster motherfucker from like... Probably 2001 to like, till he went to prison in 14. Oh, okay. And not that he's not a gangster now, but like he finally realized like I can't make any money in fucking prison. Yeah. And he, when he went in, he was like through over 300 pounds. Like he made me look thin. And when he got out, he was fucking chiseled like out of marble and he's still doing good. His wife's a fucking model. Like he made money in prison. Mm-hmm. And now that he's come out, he's really doing good. Like shit, he's got like a, a, a few big hits that since he's come out and like now people are like Gucci man, the role model, which I personally fucking hate. Cause that's not what I want out of my fucking gangster rappers. Yeah. Like I remember before he went to prison, there was a story that he threw a bitch out of his Ferrari because she wouldn't fuck him. Wow. That's how I want my gangster rappers. <laughs> There's a video on YouTube where he's performing and this chick's trying to pop her ass on him and he's not having it. He tries to push her away. Then she gets slick like she's going to smack him. He straight up punches this bitch in the face. Hashtag why you should never drink lean that much. Yeah. But like I said, that's how I want my gangster rappers. I see. I see. I don't want them doing good things for the fucking community. And like... <laughs> You want to them to. Brother. You don't want them to be like. Give me that Tupac shit. Yeah. Take five bullets and tell them bitches they missed. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> I don't know. That's just me. But yeah. <laughs> but yeah. So. Yeah, that's not my. Not my. What do I say? It's not really my thing. Your forte. Yeah, my forte. Yeah, I know you're a metal man. Yeah. It says it in the name and everything. But if you ever do feel like fucking around with some hip hop for a minute. Give it a try. Get you, man. Yeah, I'll give you a couple songs to get you started if you want. But yeah. Some cool shit every now and then. It's okay. I just started getting on the, uh, what's the dude's name? Oh, uh, Post? Yeah. Post-y. I just started, I just started getting into Post Malone, so. Yeah, and that's yeah. like fucking child's play compared to what this man's talking yeah. about, but. Well, uh, okay. When I used to hang out with some of my friends back in the day, we'd stay up all night, like, drinking and stuff, mm. and they would put on Young Jeezy. But it was more like, to me, it was more ironic because we're fucking white kids and we're not doing terrible. Right. But we're whist- listening to this fucking gangster. We're from ass the struggle. Fucking- we're from the same struggle. Yeah, yeah, we've all been there, bro. It's more out of irony than anything. <laughs> right, right. Yeah, we've all been there, dude. It's like, wait, what the fuck? <laughs> uh, fun facts. 
Right. Director Quentin Tarantino stated that this was his favorite film of 2013. That must have been a shit year for movies. <laughs> I think he notices the underlying themes more than a. He's got to. Because yeah. his fucking movies will throw you for a loop, too. Uh, Selena Gomez didn't know how to smoke and had never done it before. They had to teach her how to for the movie. Bullshit, but okay. <laughs> yeah, right. Well, that's the... Uh, I didn't. She mean... was chilling with Bieber at that point. They were smoking something. I wanted to touch on that. Like, um, she was like, I thought it was, um, they were just trying to put her in as a name. Like, oh, Selena Gomez is in this to that's get more people to watch what they it. Did yeah. Well, I that's what I thought at first too. But in the context of the movie, I understand. You have this Christian girl that has like a wild side to her, and she wants to go. Well, they knocked that shit right out of her. Yeah, and she wants to party and everything, but she sees the consequences of Mm. that lifestyle, and she finally smartens the fuck up and goes home. So in the context of the movie, I actually do understand, and she's a perfect character because she's like a Disney character. At that time, she had not got into the adult yeah, yeah, that yeah. she is now. Like now she'll do a little bit more. So she does actually represent the typical woman of, you know, but the populace. I got to bring it back to that scene in that back room when he's like, "You then you're just going to be gone. Mm-hmm. And you're going to always wonder what would have happened. He's like, but I'm going to tell you, your girls are not going to go with you. They're going to stay with me. Yeah. And I'm going to be with them. And when I'm with them, I'm going to think about you. And she just like takes her face out of his hand and you can see the tear still on his finger. And he like sticks that shit in his mouth like it's candy. And I was like, holy shit, that gave me chills. Yeah, like, right. And like I said, bro, Franco shows up. Nobody mm-hmm. else might have showed up for this fucking movie, but he showed up. Yeah, I, I, I do want to give credit where credit's due. Selena mm-hmm. Gomez did this movie, um, even though it was going to be a rated R movie. And she actually told her fans, like... She was they, on Disney still at the time, yeah, I believe, she, right? She, well, she cared about her fans. She's like, don't watch this. This isn't, isn't for you. Like, mm. go watch my show. Don't watch this. So I, I kind of applaud her for right. doing something, like taking the chance to do something like this. Right. And actually, like, for because for most people, this is career suicide. Yeah. Like, yeah. if this would have went... I was say you could go one of two ways. Either you could go to the moon with it or... You or it's going to end your fucking it. career. Yeah. Yeah. So I give her props for doing that. Yeah, she took a shot. She's still around, so obviously it worked. Mm-hmm. For some reason. I'm not a big Selena Gomez fan. Oh my god, this is my sexy though. Oh yeah, this is my favorite scene, and it made me so uncomfortable at first. But once I like got into it, I was like, I like it. Like I don't, I don't like it, but you know what I mean. Like it was a really fun scene. The gun barrel blowjob scene arose from improvisation on set. Uh, Harmony suggested the girls emasculate Alien by sticking the gun barrels in his mouth. It was then James Franco's idea that Alien would get turned on, leading to him to perform oral sex on the guns. That sucked y'all's dicks. <laughs> he even says it. He's like, yeah, he did that. That was improv. Uh, dude, look, that part where he's like, they're both laying on the bed all seductively, like looking at the money. He's like, look at you two. Y'all some bad bitches, ain't y'all? Like, he's just so God thrilled. I fucking hate to say this, but I want to watch this again. <laughs> <laughs> it's only for that 10 minutes, man. I'm telling you, bro. <clears throat> but like, yeah, man. Like, you could just tell he's so thrilled. Like, he just got two new toys to the collection. Like, yeah. he just can't wait to fuck these girls' lives up. Like, it's really great, man. I can't give that man enough praise for that shit. This one's long. James Franco claimed that Alien is based on an underground rap artist, Russell Stewart. 
Aliens. Dangerous. There was as much speculation that his character was based around another rapper artist by the name of Riff Raff. Mm. Franco dismisses those claims when speaking to GQ in 2012. Yet he posted a picture of himself online with pictures of Riff Raff on his wall referring to himself as Film Game Riff Raff. Also, Riff Raff released emails, released emails between himself and Har- Harmony in which Kareem offered Riff Raff a part of Alien. Riff Raff is filing a $10 million lawsuit against Kareem. I think he ended up giving that up. but Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I think what they did was, is I seen him on uh, that show Hot Ones. You ever watch that where they eat the wings and they try to... Oh, right, right. And the dude's like, so what's up with Spring Breakers? And he kind of gets into it and he's like, he's like, wouldn't it be great if the sequel, I was his older brother and I got out of prison and I started the shit and I was like, fuck, that might actually be good. But, you know, he has that line where he's like, all my brothers and sisters are dead. Oh, right. And I'm the bad... But I mean, you could... But he could... But he could say, I didn't know he was alive or whatever. Or he could say, like, he's dead to me. Oh, yeah, that's true. I can use... You could go from that point. Yeah. I ain't fuck with Alien anyways. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Shit, that might have been a good idea. Yeah. They fucked that one up. Harmony stated that he wanted to make the film appear as a mixture of a Britney Spears music video and a Gaspar Noir. No film. Oh, okay. Yeah. That's the thing about it, though. I think if Riff Raff plays that part, it's not as good because that's how he acts in real life. Like, the fact that... I don't remember what movie Franco did before this, but I feel like it was that fucking Oz movie or something like that. And it was just so completely different than this. Mm -hmm. And when you saw that trailer, like, I almost didn't recognize it was fucking him at first. I was just like, is that that fucking... Ashley was like, was that James Franco? I was like, I think. And we had to rewind that bitch and look again. And it shows him smiling and, like, all the gold and... Uh, with the braids and then like he's even got the fucked up design in his chin strap like I don't know man I just think the movie wouldn't have been as great because we already get that from Riff Raff in everyday life yeah it wouldn't have been special in any way to me I just mm-hmm. been like we just watched an hour long fucking music video of this guy <laughs> yeah pretty you know much what I mean and that's what I that's the reason I liked this movie so much is because it's so stylized like it has some serious style it to looks it. like it was made for fucking MTV yeah it really does like all the party scenes and the mm-hmm. the fucking music's like fucking what's that shit called? Uh, EDM. Yeah, EDM, EDM. Yeah, yeah, but just straight techno in your fucking chest through the whole fucking movie. Yeah, and there's a lot of Britney Spears music in here. Yeah, and my my wife looks at me she, and because I guess she came back in like near the end halfway point the near the end. People. Yeah, she came back in there to read. And uh, she kept hearing Britney Spears. She's like, I think half this budget went to Britney Spears music. And Probably like, to pay for the fucking rights <laughs> to it. Yeah, yeah. maybe. Yeah, I like the part where they're in the strip club, too. And him and Gucci are in the back talking. And he's like, you sure you can handle all this? He's smacking these chicks on the ass. Like, mm-hmm. like I told, I made you. I could break you, you know? Like, my Gucci impression's terrible, but... Like, <laughs> yeah, but your fucking alien is on point. Yeah, man. I've, uh, I've had a lot of practice at it. I, that's my thing, man. I've tried to get that monologue down word for word yeah, without having to keep watching the movie. <laughs> <laughs> You've said it to me, and when I watched the movie, I was like, he's damn close, like yeah. almost to a T. Yeah, because like, had I been a little bit stupider, uh, that's not a word. If I'd have been a little more stupid, <laughs> I could have been that fucking guy. You know yeah. what I mean? But uh, 
Uh, well, once we once we make it big, we're gonna write a movie, and it's gonna basically be the new Alien, bro. Yeah, that's it's, awesome. It's basically that's what it's gonna be. You don't You're have gonna to be like me. Riff Raff and Alien had a baby. Yeah, don't even pay me, bro. I'll do that for the free. I know you will. Yes, <laughs> I think it's like the perfect role for you. Plus, yeah, it's man. something you want to do anyway. So I just would like to see like how how well I could pull it off, man. Yeah, and I want them to throw some braids on me or some dreads or something. And then, like, give me some golds. I need the golds. You don't want to go, like, Bam Bam Bigelow and do, like, Tattooed Head? I feel like that would be a different movie. Oh, yeah. Like, if I made a movie about, like, a biker gang or some shit Yeah, like and you're, that. like, the hit. You're, like, the muscle. Yeah, like, I'd go into that one more natural looking. But if I was going to do something like that, I'd wanted people to be like, is that Nick? Like, I see. Is that Par? You know? Like, shit. That makes sense. Is if I was an actor, that's what I would want to do. I'd be like Gary Oldman, like put me under fucking makeup, make me unrecognizable, let me change up my voice, let me do something like where people are like, "Holy shit, that dude's got range!" Mm-hmm. You know, like that would be cool for me. Yeah, I think you'd make a great like gangster biker. Yeah, man. If any director out there, you know, you need a fucking dude to stand in the background and look hard, I could do that pretty good. <laughs> You're just a bouncer. When me and Greg walk into places, like, oh, you brought your fucking bodyguard. That's cool. Like, <laughs> I'm actually soft as shit, bro. <laughs> <laughs> just look like this. It's camouflage, so you don't fuck it with, you know, like it's defense mechanism. But, so, what do you rate this movie? Ah, uh, hard five. Five. Yeah, and it's only a five because of Franco. You take Franco out of that movie, it's a fucking solid zero to me, personally. Yeah, Gucci might have kept it out of one, just because I fuck with Gooch. Yeah. Goobop, drop top, burn. I don't know where to put this movie. It seems like you're really going back and forth with it. Like, it's, it might be your favorite movie or the worst movie I've ever given you. That's exactly what's been going through my head ever since I watched it. Because as I was watching it, I'm like, I fucking hate this movie. I can't wait for it to be over. Well, I, 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 I'm proud of you, bro, because I can tell you gave it an honest effort because that shit you talked about at the montage at the beginning and the you know, the other stuff we were talking about and, and the, the girls and everything. Mm-hmm. Like, the girls didn't do a bad job. No, they're they're passable. They do fine. Yeah, exactly. But all those women girls had been in, in acting gigs before. So like, it wasn't like it was their first movie yeah, or whatever. First time being on camera, maybe it would have been a little more authentic. Mm-hmm. Probably would have been a lot shittier, whatever. But well, that's the thing too. That's another reason I like hate it is because it focuses on these girls way too long. Like yeah. I understand he's yeah. trying to build to make you care about these girls, mm-hmm. but the way he goes about it, I don't give a shit. Cause they're just typical teen girls. Like I, I don't relate to a teenage girl at all. Yeah, no, Yeah. <laughs> so but, yeah but that's why, like i said that's one of those uh it's this, one of those timepiece movies too man this movie is like i love it and i hate it that's my rating that's your rating i love it and i hate it at the same time yeah that's fair i'm about there with it yeah that's where the five like makes a lot yeah. of sense yeah it's like i said it's a hard five yeah like i could push one way or the other but it's not going anywhere yep yeah so, uh, so after this one, do you want to do the bonus episode? Yeah, man. Uh, all I don't, the, all... I don't, I don't want to say what it is. I want to make them listen oh, you, to oh, it. You want to surprise them with yeah, it? Yeah. There's going right. to be a bonus episode after this one. Fucking check it out. Just because we made y'all wait a little bit longer, you get a bonus episode, yeah. y'all. So check it out later. See you then. <laughs>